Welcome to today's very special uh, Christmas edition. Uh, Christmas Eve edition. Christmas Eve edition. Uh, for Muhammad, I am Matt, and together we are traversing the, the muddy, muddy waters, waters of, of freedom. freedom. Yes, welcome to May the 4th Be With You episode. Um, it is our fourth episode. Thank you to everybody who is continually listening. We do truly appreciate it. Uh, how are you today, Muhammad? I'm doing okay. I'm enjoying my Christmas Eve and my kava. Absolutely. Yeah, once again, we must thank Low Tide Kava Bar for the kava that we will be drinking. And uh, let's start this one off with a bula. We have not done a bula. We have not done a bula. So, uh, for those. Wait, we should tell them what a bula is. We should. I was going to say, for, for those of you who do not know, uh, bula is a traditional Fijian uh, celebration term. Uh, it essentially translates to uh, to long life and good health. Uh, sort of like cheers, but it's what we say when we drink kava, yep. uh, especially as a group. So uh, we'll do a quick shells up. Yep. Bula. Bula. All right. All right. Well, we've got a few topics that we want to talk about today. Uh, we are going to start out with MTV and the absolutely wonderful commercial that they put out this week, which has been pulled down because it's too racist. Yeah, they did it. Uh, I checked and I didn't see it on there, so I hope it's... I, I don't think it's on there anymore, but they did. They pulled it down twice. Uh, originally, they put it up, people saw it, and I was like, what? And then it went down, and then it came back up, saying... Uh, they put a note in there saying... This video's been re-uploaded for, you know, special effects, special effects updates. And I was like, no, no, you're, you don't want people seeing the commentary right. <laughs> of the video. So this video had a bunch of... Uh, diverse. A, a, a diverse group of people yeah. uh, giving, suggesting resolutions for 2017 for white guys. Mm -hmm. Now, me being a white guy... I feel that I should not comment on this video, so I'm going to ask Muhammad, <laughs> who obviously is not a white guy, what he thinks about this video. Yeah, and he shouldn't comment just like how we think, you know, non-women, you know, men should not comp non-women. Non-women. Yeah. Non -women. yeah well, there's 300 and something different that genders. Is, yeah, that's so. true. If I forget. So we're actually on point with that. Right. Um, <laughs> um you know, they say uh, men should not be commenting on women's health care, you know. Uh, Non-blacks shouldn't be commenting on, commenting on what black people go through. So I'm going to be doing all the commenting since I'm Arabic, which technically I'm Caucasian, but most people don't even want to talk about that. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, no. But, um, so okay. the video started out with... Um, with a, I don't even remember which person said it, but one of the one of the females said, "Realized that America was never great, right? America wasn't always great yeah. unless you were a white guy." Yep. So, what are your thoughts on that sentiment? I mean, I thought it was complete bullshit, personally. <laughs> I mean, you know, you can't you can't judge what America. And then this this is also my train of thought when it comes to. When we talk about slavery and all that, what happened back um, during the revolution until, I don't know, the civil rights era in America, 
as bad as it was, that's that 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 was simply a fact of life in America and the world. Um, even though it was wrong, you know, no one's saying uh, it was right that women, you know, women didn't have the type of suffrage um, that they have today. They didn't have all those rights. Blacks, um, you know, people from people of just people of color, um, and um, you know, people always forget. White people um, of specific nationalities didn't have the same rights that other Anglo-Saxon people had. So, like, you know, the Irish and the Italians did not exactly have it easy when they first came here. No. Um, they had the, uh, what was it, the Nina laws. Mm-hmm. No Irish need apply. Yep, yeah. So, like, it's a lot of this stuff was just there. No one's defending it, but you can't just be like... Well, yeah, America was never great, and that was basically done on purpose. Well, then then none of the world was, and you're not even adding anything to the conversation. Uh, slavery was perpetuated and started by Africans in Africa and, and Muslims in, Af- and in the Middle East and Europeans on Africa, Europeans on Europeans, Europeans on African. Slavery was just a fact of life. Um, it doesn't make it right, but it was just a fact of life. Yeah, you know, I don't see anybody questioning everybody else on it. Like, there would not be this, that, you know, the, the white people did not go to, um, to Africa and throw nets on, on black people and, you know, reel them onto ships. It was tribes getting into war with each other. One tribe wins, enslaves the other tribe. Takes the women and children, sells the men sells to the, the white men man. To the white guys, you know that's. And they did the same thing with the Muslims. Muslims had a lot of slavery. People don't want you to know that for some reason, but that is that is true. And actually, the last country in the world to get rid of slavery um, was uh, Saudi Arabia, and I think that was 1935. 1935. So, so less, less than less than a hundred years ago. You know, yeah. yeah. And even today, in in Saudi Arabia, women cannot drive. Uh, women need special privileges from men. And you know, th- this has nothing to do with Islam. This is just the country itself. Yeah, there's that and, woman over in Saudi Arabia that uh, her husband had parked the car and had blocked their neighbor in, and the neighbor had to get out. So she got in the car to move it, and now she's uh, doing jail time. They're just, just an atrocity. I couldn't even imagine that here, where it's like, oh, you're a woman behind the wheel of a car, jail time. Done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, um, I think uh, America generally was on par with the rest of the world, and maybe better in some cases um, when it comes to civil liberties and rights. I think America has usually been on point and pretty great when it comes to a lot of just a lot of stuff in general. Um, uh, well, drive, you know, women driving and, you know, going back to Africa, they're still fighting today. And a lot of the fighting in, in these, in these African countries end up be, ends up being over tribes fighting each other with different languages and different gods and whatever. Um, America's pretty great. So, right. Uh, the video, the video goes on and it talked about black lives matter. And saying that Black Lives Matter is not the opposite of All Lives Matter, and I don't think anybody actually thinks that. I don't think so either. Like I don't, I don't get where they got that one. Yeah, like I think the whole Black Lives All Lives thing 
is out of control and everyone's just trying to outdo each other. But I don't think either side is saying that their side is the um, – or the other side is the opposite or whatever. And it, it wouldn't be – all lives wouldn't be the opposite of Black Lives Matter anyways because it says all. Oh, um, it's an all-inclusive term. Yeah. So I don't think anyone's ever, ever suggested that. No, I'm not 100% sure. I did find it to be um, – well, the entire video I found to be condescending. Well, it was, yeah. But the portion where they were talking about Beyonce, and I said, yes, we like... Where did that come from? I, I'm not even 100% sure. Like, I've never seen... And I have a lot of con- conservative followers on my page, I don't, and I don't see anybody talking about Beyonce at all. No, like, like not politically, anyway. Like, no. I know she played some uh, campaign uh, events... But other than that, I can't think of anything that she's ever come out and really said or done politically. Yeah, and maybe she maybe she has, but I still haven't seen anybody complain about right, it. Right, I've never seen anybody complain about it. But the condescending part on it was where the uh, girl said, "Except for Kanye West, yeah, you, you guys can <laughs> you can have him." Mm-hmm. Which how I will, dare he? As, as a white guy, no, we don't want him. Yeah. <laughs> we do not want that guy. Mm-hmm. But, this, but but how condescending is that? Just because Kanye West disagrees with you on something, yeah. that you're willing to give him up? Exactly. All, how dare he have an independent thought? Right. How dare he like Donald Trump? How dare he whatever? Um, God dang! It just makes no sense. It really doesn't. I don't understand the. Uh, I don't understand how if somebody disagrees. They're just completely ousted well, from an entire social group. Especially, like, a lot of times when they're black, you're now an Uncle Tom, pretty much, is what, you know? And I'm like, what? Like, just because they speak differently? Um, I don't know if you know my friend uh, Zuri Davis. Um, she was on Fox last year. Yeah, it was last year, because um, that's when I first kind of got in the movement. Um she was on Fox News because a bunch of condescending white liberals um, called her an Uncle Tom and a bunch of stuff online because she was a black woman that supports Rand Paul. It's like, what? Right. And are we? And I'm saying this as people just in general, uh, but are we not allowed to have free thought? Can we not make up our own minds? And at what point mm-hmm. in that are you free from uh, degradation? Yeah, exactly. Um, If you know Zuri, she's the sweetest thing that you'll ever meet. She's got the cutest voice. She's ah, she's awesome. I love Zuri. Um, So like, it was it was just really it it, it pained me to like see how people treated her like that. Um, uh, What's his name? There's a nut. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna bypass that one. But I remember reading an article one time from a liberal professor i don't remember the art i i can find it and share it somewhere on my page or on this link right, we when we're done share it on our um but a, a, a professor was talking about how um liberals want um like physical and um you know outwardly diversity as long as you're not thinking different than them which a lot of times seems i've noticed could be true from my 
from my perspective anyways, I've been put into a box before. Like people oh, are like, absolutely. you're a Republican or whatever. I, I see that happen with you all the time because people don't, don't expect you to be a Republican. They expect you to be more on the Democratic side of things. And when they find that out, they're very wary of you. Yeah. Even going so far as to say, you know, like, can we really trust him? How do we know he's not just trying to trick us all? Yeah. <laughs> and I just, I just don't understand it, really. Like, good people are good people. Bad people are bad people. Exactly. There's That's no reason to put people into those boxes. Yeah, yeah. Um, crap. What else did that video talk about? Um, I, I mean, all in all, that video is just exceptionally condescending because if, if okay so if a group of or if a, if a different diverse group of people got together and made a video for 2017 resolutions for black guys or that's for exactly black, where i was right, going to go or for muslims or for whatever like that would be considered absolutely heinous i'm going to do this just so you don't have to but imagine um Res, you know, black guys, here's a, your resolution for 2017, you know, try not to, you know, destroy your local businesses. Um, try not to um, shoot at cops that are just sitting in their cars. Um, try not to kill each other in record numbers next year. I'm not saying that. I'm just showing you how condescending that really is. Right. That is disgusting. And I wouldn't stand for either of them. And if... If I had seen the video about, you know, hey, Muslims, you know, don't, uh-huh. don't get on planes and try to get people to kick you off of the plane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Delta. Um, mm-hmm. You know, don't do things like that. Don't, uh, don't strap bombs to your chest, whatever. Like, yeah. if I were to say any of those things, I would... I would be condemned as a racist and a horrible person. And I want to, it's just such the double standard that it's okay for that to be said, but not for, uh, for not for other groups to go after a group. That's not white male. Yeah. Yeah. Hetero, hetero white male. Mm-hmm. Even, um, before we move on, then I, I do want to talk about that real quick. Cause I, I was, I wanted to make a video last night before I went out, and then my house got real busy, so I couldn't. Um, but about the Delta guy, that guy is a complete asshole, and maybe I'll still make the video anyways later. And phony. And phony, yeah. Like, I've seen people defend him, and I'm like, you, do you not see how dumb that is? Uh, first of all, it's doing, first of all, it's just doing a big disservice to Muslims all over the, all over the country. And maybe even all over uh, the Western world in general. Yeah. Um, that's just going to bring into question any sort of thing that happens to Muslims in this country, which does happen. Because my mother's been a victim of harassment. My sister's been a victim of harassment. They don't tell anybody. Like, my sister, it doesn't happen often, but my sister, a couple times over the last couple of years, you know, she came home crying. She's like... I was mistreated at whatever store or whatever, and I get my blood's boiling, and I'm like, what? You know, like, um, 
in the future, then that's going to get people to question, well, is this some YouTuber or somebody just trying to fake things for some stupid social experiment, which is all this guy does. He does these dumb social experiments. Um, and even last week, he got called out for saying he was in a bat, He was in a suitcase. Oh, yeah, where he packed himself in a suitcase. Yeah, okay. He, right. You know, um, and not only that, uh, last month... Uh, Sorry. Um, last month, um, there was that girl. I think her her name's Yasmin, like Jasmine. Yasmin Saweed. She she said that she was attacked by people yelling Trump. You know, <laughs> Trump. I remember that. Yeah, yeah like Trump. Woo! Yeah, roll tide. You know, like um, <laughs> she got attacked by Trump roll, support. Like what? And then it turns out it didn't happen. And I'm like, you are so stupid. Because when that when people actually hurt them, that's not even the extent of it. Not just Muslims. No, I mean that goes on. There was the uh, the lesbian waitress that said that she didn't get a tip from somebody, and they wrote on it, "We don't tip lesbians" or something like something hateful. I can't remember what she wrote on it, and she posted it online. And was like, "This is what's wrong with America," and everybody shared it. And then it turned out that the person who tipped she was looking at. Uh, sent a picture of their credit card receipt and was like, no, like, we tipped you. <laughs> we tipped you and we didn't write that and it turned out to be a huge fake. And it even goes as far as the face, fake uh, rape allegations yep. that people will go forth. And whenever you do something like that, it takes away from the credence of people who actually go through the problems that you are pretending to have and using as a publicity stunt or for attention or revenge or yeah. whatever. So it's always better to not – it's better to just not do that yeah. essentially. Like, I mean also do you remember there was – I don't remember where it was in the country. Um, but also about the same time like last week, a black dude set a church on fire and, yes, wrote, and, and wrote vote Trump on it. Right, and I think he put swastikas on it as well. I, I, don't, I don't remember exactly, but yeah. I don't know, the name Trump is the same thing, I guess. Right, yeah, exactly, <laughs> in today's day and age. Um, but yeah, he did that, and everybody was like, oh yeah, a white supremacist group must have done this to this famous black church, and it ended up being one of the people of the congregation. Yes. yeah. And that just takes away from all of the problems. It takes away from all of the validity of any of the ones before that. So it's just better, in my opinion, to not try to make a political statement by faking something. Um, you want to make sure that whatever happens is actually real because then real outrage can be caused as opposed to fake outrage that you caused. Yep. And if it's ever discovered that it's fake outrage, future real outrage situations won't be taken as seriously. Yeah, exactly. Um, so speaking of fake outrage or real outrage, it's yeah, kind of both. We're going to uh, move on to, uh, this week, as I'm certain everybody who listens to us knows, uh, the Russian ambassador to Turkey was assassinated. Mm -hmm. Uh, he was shot, uh, by a police officer and the guy said, I'm going to paraphrase because I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something along the lines of, if we die in Aleppo, you die here. Yeah. Now, this has been compared to the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand, which started World War One. Yeah. Uh, sort of. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Well, my thoughts, <laughs> my thoughts on it was, 
people are just way too excited for like World War Three. And honestly, I, I get excited about World War Three just because I want to jump out of airplanes again. Um, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> maybe um, get an actual mustard stain on my wings. <laughs> Sorry, I can I can romanticize War Two. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> this show would be a lot more boring if you weren't here and jumping out of planes. I'd have to fill a half hour by myself. <laughs> um, but uh, I think I think people just don't know their history um i don't need shit i don't even know my history but i've been recently getting into a lot of world war one and world war two history and um about world war one and franz ferdinand i was like there's no parallel except for a foreign person getting shot in another country right there's just no parallel one like ambassador to, to ambassador to turkey russian ambassador to turkey in turkey shot that's it because now, yeah. Now, uh, I believe it was yesterday. Uh, it was yesterday or the day before. Putin was speaking to the Russian press, mm-hmm. and again, I'll have to paraphrase this because one, I don't speak Russian, and two, I don't really remember what the translation said. Uh, but he said something along the lines, essentially, of, "Look, I let the shooting down of our plane go, but this." Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to let down. Yeah. Now, this could be perceived as a threat of war. Mm-hmm. Um, he has also blamed Germany, essentially. He said that Germany has helped uh, facilitate the situation in Syria by allowing the mass immigration, uh, making a lot of people leave Syria, well, allowing a lot of people to leave Syria, go up to Europe, go to Germany, and leaving... Aleppo and Syria mm-hmm. for just the rebels or ISIS, whichever way you want to put that, and the Syrian and Assad's government. Um, but none of the other civilians there to help protect their home mm-hmm. from whichever side they want to protect, protect it from. Um, so I can see how some people would equate it to... the. How some people might think it's the catalyst for a mm-hmm. World War Three situation, because I think Putin is ready to stop playing on the sidelines. I get that feeling about him. But yeah. he's bombing Syria. He is bombing It's not Syria. like he's, like, his hands are clean or anything. It's true. That's Which is why I'm kind of confused by that, because it's like, how are you going to talk about it when you're bombing people, probably helping draw them to Europe? I don't it's, know. I mean, yeah, that's, that, that is a great point. Um, that's a great point. I can't actually argue anything about that. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't dislike the guy. I'm just saying his, his hands are not his clean. Hands, yeah, his hands are not clean and he, I don't think he's a good guy by any stretch of that word. Like, no. There's no, there's no dictionary where you can say Putin, good guy. Yeah. That's just not going to be a thing. Um, but with the assassination of his ambassador in Turkey, I wonder if he is willing to elevate past Syria. Yeah. If he's willing to go to Germany or Turkey or, you know, try to take over more of Eastern, of Eastern Europe. Maybe. Um, I don't think Russia could actually hand. I personally don't think Russia can handle that kind of ground warfare because you're going to have to use ground troops to, um, to take, to you know, annex or occupy these places. And I don't think Russia can handle that because they're not as rich as people think they are. And 
their military is just not what it used to be. Uh, also, our Western militaries are just a lot stronger uh, this time around than when the Soviets were a thing. Um, I don't know if you've got to try to do it, and I don't know why. Wait, you have the, the you have, you have the um, element of surprise right now. Um, unless you try to, unless he, unless he starts doing the brinksmanship thing where he like mobilizes, demobilizes, or whatever. But he's not doing that. Right. So I don't know why. And wait, because you lose, you lose your 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 Cassus Belay, your cause for war. Right. You lose that the longer you wait. If that really is a thing. Right. But I mean, much like the uh, Archduke Ferdinand, Franz Ferdinand getting assassinated, it was what twenty eight days after that that World War One technically kind of started. Yeah, but it's like I'll go. I'll go into it real quick. Um, Franz Ferdinand gets killed by a Serbian nationalist in Serbia that wanted uh, independence and blah 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 from Austria-Hungary. Um, Franz Ferdinand was the heir apparent to Franz Joseph I, which was the emperor of Austria-Hungary. Um, so when when so Austria was like you know the Franz Joseph I, which is his uncle, his the emperor was like um, you know. It, just think about it this way: if, if you have a bit, you know, an empire and vassals and all that, you can't let you can't let your vassals start to grow because then other people want to start growing themselves. Because then you don't technically have an empire anymore. Because then they're technically independent, whatever. So they went to their best friends in Europe, Germany, and they said, "Hey, will you um, will you back us up if we um, if Russia declares war on us? Will you back us up?" If we go to war with uh, Serbia, Germany said yes. Um, well, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, uh, Austria. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know where you were going. Yeah, Austria-Hungary de- de- uh, sent a, uh, basically a letter of ultimatum to them um, to respond, um, and the Serbs did not res- well, they basically responded with a no. But before that was even able to come back to Austria-Hungary, Russia started mobilizing right away. So when that happened, Germany mobilized. And when Germany mobilized, France and Britain mobilized because they were going to go to uh, through Belgium because, uh, you know, Germany has to knock out France so they can take care of the Russians on the east. There was no Poland at the time. So it was a bunch of stuff going on, a web of alliances um, that just came crashing down. It's just not the same, in my opinion. Um, but if somebody wants to make the point that there could be war out of this, fine. But I wouldn't compare it to Franz Ferdinand at all, and that's why I don't think this is as significant. People, ambassadors die often enough. So, right. Those are my two cents. Those are my final thoughts, as Tommy Loren says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tommy. Um. So since today is Christmas Eve. Yeah. And Muhammad being the big Christmas celebrator that he is. I love Christmas. Loves it. Um, we're going to do a little Christmas special for you. Uh, we don't have a whole lot of time left, but uh, we're going to talk about World War One and Christmas Eve in mm. World War One. And Muhammad recently found out about this and... He, uh, Muhammad recently found out about this, <laughs> and he is uh, excited to tell you all this fantastic story about the ceasefire that happened on Christmas Eve. Yeah, um, I wanted to write an article about it, but I'm not, because 
he told me everybody writes these articles about this same story, and I, 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 I was so sad. <laughs> he was. He was very upset when he said, I want to write a story about the cease, about a ceasefire, and I said, the Christmas Eve ceasefire? And he looked at me, and he goes, oh, you know about that? I said, well, yeah, I read that story every Christmas, because somebody writes that article. <laughs> yes, I was like, no! But I'm sure not everybody knows about it, since obviously people don't know World War One history. Right. Um, but no, it was, just, it, was, it was really cool. As I've been um, reading World War One or um, history and watching World War One videos, um, there's a great YouTube channel called The Great War, and they they do everything about World War One, from countries to people to places to battles to economics, all of it. Like you can, they have hundreds of hours just on World War One, and they're really fun, um, but. You know, I, I, I read that in, um, you know, it was in, in 1914 uh, on the German-British line uh, on the Western Front as uh, Christmas was nearing. You know, people thought that this war was going to, they, they were hoping too that it was going to end really quickly. Um, so comes here comes like uh, Christmas Eve and, you know, the, the trenches are, are really close to each other. And they're, they're talking about the story of, like, during one part of the line where it's, like, four, they're 40 yards away from each other. Um, and these uh, British troops, one of them is always yelling over to the Germans and everything. Um, and he yells at him. He's like, hey, you know, come out. You know, come out. It's Christmas Eve or whatever. He's like, um, I'm not because I'm going to get shot. So he's, he's like, come on, dude. You're not going to get shot. I was like, no, I'm, uh, I know I'm going to get shot. Uh, so they're like, hey, well, let's um, let's meet halfway. So they they uh, both of them actually get up, walk half the way, and they don't get shot. And then you know all the soldiers around them were like, that's pretty cool. They actually go in the middle and shake hands. Yeah, yeah, they go and shake hands. Um, so there was that unofficial ceasefire, and actually a lot of people were uh, in the upper echelons were against. This sort of, they called it fraternizing, obviously. This sort of fraternizing happening. Um, but it was Christmas Eve, you know? So, like, as I was reading that, I was like, that is so cool that people can put aside this whole warfare thing for, like, two seconds. To yeah, just, for, just for one night. Yeah. Just for one night. In one order, night and in one order, day. Right. In yeah. order to celebrate uh, something they find to be very special and compelling. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that I just think that's absolutely amazing that people are able to put aside those differences like that and do mm -hmm. what, what they did that night. It just shows that soldiers are, you know, they're um, humans just like everybody else. And actually, reading that, I was like, I kind of felt like, like how people say, you know, it's just um, people being sent to war for other people, and they they don't had they never had any stake in this. They're just they're just there. They got conscripted and they're there. Maybe they didn't want to be there. Right. You know? They give, they, they exchange cigarettes. They exchange gifts on Christmas. They played a, a soccer game that Germany won 3-2. to two. Like, it's so cool, you right. know? Um, th there's actually, like, if when I was in the Army, we worked with uh, nationals from other parts of the, the globe. You know, we worked with other Arabs. Uh, a lot of Europeans, and, like, there's this camaraderie thing where, like, if you're a soldier, you know exactly who, how fucked up life is as, a, is as a soldier and how shitty it is. Um, 
So, like, you don't have to wear the same uniform, but you know exactly that they got to wake up at 5 o'clock to go on a, a run or a ruck march or whatever. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, it's the same problems, different uniform, and it, a lot of them with, even though there are different end goals, obviously, but, you know, so much of it is the same. Many of them, like, today, you know, America's a volunteer army, so... You chose to be there, but back then, yeah, a lot of people may not have wanted to do it. A lot of people did for you know love of country and love of mm-hmm. you know, humanity and things like that. But you know, it's so many of them are going to have the same you know doubts, and just to be able to take a night off from all of that, yeah. But it must have been such a mind fuck the day after that, where you're shooting at that guy. Yeah, and that's that. That's the sad part when the romantic. This romantic part of the story ends is like the next day the shooting started again, you know? It's like you just shook hands with that guy and the guy's now dead, you know? Or you're bashing his head in with a club or whatever when you, uh, you know, invaded his trench or whatever. Right. It's just, it's it's sad. Warfare sucks and I wish there was less of it. (laughs) Right, exactly. If, If we could get rid of it somehow, which there's really no way to do that... Um, but if we could get rid of it somehow, that would be absolutely yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So if you have friends and family members that are serving or have family that's serving, wish them a Merry Christmas, you know, remind them that we're all there for them. You know, they're... And thank, and thank, if you do have family members, thank each and every single one of them for their service from myself and Muhammad. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, we understand the sacrifice that they put forth. By doing this, and we do truly, truly appreciate it. Um, again, like just putting their life on the line for our freedoms and the stuff that we talk about here, being able to say the things that we do mm-hmm. is just—it's humbling that people are willing to do that for us. Yeah. Um. Well, we've only got about a minute left, so we'll we'll cut out the last thing we were going to talk about and push it to a different time. Mm-hmm. Um, but. As always, we would like to uh, thank Low Tide Kava Bar for the kava. Um, Muhammad, uh, what do, you, do you have anything? I, <laughs> no, I, I just have a good Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. And, and enjoy it, you know. Right. Spend it with the people you love. Even if you don't actually celebrate Christmas, go and get together with the people you care about. Yeah. Whether it's friends, family, hookers, I don't really care. Whatever <laughs> you want to do. Uh, but go out there, have fun, uh, be safe. Don't drink and drive because that's just dangerous. Um, and again, have a very, very wonderful holiday, and we will talk to you all again next week. Yep. Yep. And <laughs> <laughs> I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> hey, where we're going, <laughs> we don't need roads. <laughs>